Welcome to Interdimensional Coffee Talk. I am Beverly Isla. On this podcast, we talk about the awakening journey, otherworldly beings or guides, and how those two topics are closely interrelated. If you are interested in discovering who you really are, what you are capable of, and who else is cheering us on, I encourage you to listen to the episodes and follow the experts that you resonate with. This knowledge is available for everyone. Now, everyone's journey will be different, so enjoy the process and be present to both the challenges and the miracles that come your way on this path. Today's guest is Shakara Tosha. Shakara is a metaphysical artist who speaks many multidimensional light language and guided star messages on a range of topics received from various guides and beings. She also offers various activation and energetic services to assist you in your personal growth during these energetically shifting times. Now, her background is vast, and I recommend you to check out her work at shakaratosha.com, which will also be in the show notes pages. All right. Thank you, Shakara, for taking time with me again. (laughs) This time it's going to work. (laughs) We're going to make it work. Yes. It's all good. Technology is on our side today. (laughs) We started off talking about your background and sorry, but if uh, you could repeat it again, like how mm-hmm. did you get into sure. your line of work? You're, you're very specialized. Sure. Yeah. You actually have a slew of things under your tool belt, which is super awesome. <laughs> how did you oh, um, get into that? Well, it all started when I was a baby, which is true. I will share a little bit about my experiences with star people. Cause I know that's what you want to talk about, but very quickly, as I mentioned, I was, In New York City for about 35 years, working at all these like marketing companies and I'm a web producer, all that stuff. I I worked in all these industries, but all my life I've had these experiences with star people. And uh, when I was real little, I had a couple of really profound experiences in my my, uh, health and my life. So when I was like six months to a year, I got chemical pneumonia actually from somebody... um, using um, chemical products for a cold that I had. And I was in the hospital for like five or six months. My mom would never talk about it, but my sister said that she thought it was at least a good, good couple of months. So I was basically by myself, which was quite interesting. And this woman that tunes in with Arcturian energy, which is also what I'm connected with, said, oh, that's when the star people took you to another dimension another realm and they were really working with you so they actually had to get you away from your family so they could work with you which is pretty funny so (laughs) that happened and then later just in terms of my health stuff I was super athletic as a kid like I had so much boundless energy but uh and was never really sick but started like between four and seven started getting um grand mal seizures and I would just like be fine be doing something normally and then just black out And this happened about six times and then I outgrew it. And again, this woman that was in tune with Arcturian energy said that was when these star people would take me on a ship and take me and work with me and all this stuff. So a lot of people don't know these stories, but. And what is Arcturian? So we can clarify for those that aren't like Arcturian star people. Who are they? Who are they? And what are they doing here? (laughs) What are they doing in the world? 
<laughs> so I understand what the word I use is star nations, and they are beings from different dimensional levels, if you want to call it that, different planetary systems. So the Arcturians that I feel most most deeply connected with are from Arcturus, which is in the Boots constellation. Uh, but there are beings from Orion. The Pleiadians are very popular. There's all these oh, yeah, sort of popular groups. Tau Ceti, Camelopardaris, Cassiopeia. I mean, there's like a list and list and list. Of course, the Dracos, we can't forget about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and there's a lot of stuff coming up about all these groups and who they are and what they've done, how they've actually contributed to our seeding of our, uh, whatever you want to call it, our, our DNA, the human blueprint of the body. Mm-hmm. But uh, I believe, you know, these beings have come to earth hundreds and thousands and millions of years ago. So they've been working with the earth and working with humans to kind of help us evolve. So I call them star nations and I call them people because one of the things I learned in this Lakota way, when they say mitakwe oyasi in Lakota, it means all my relations. So that means that we're connected to everything. So nothing is more or less important. There's no hierarchy. So I don't use the term ETs or aliens because I don't feel like they're different than us. When I say it too, it's like, mm, feels off. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's like a judgment. It's yes, like you're, yeah. you're alien to us, but they're not. It's like, you know, a dog or cat is related to us. They're just a different species. Mm-hmm. What I, just to clarify, these star nations are beings from these lots of different dimensions. So if you look out in the cosmos now, what I understand is that At least this is how I've understood it personally and the messages I've received. And I can talk about that in a little bit, that there are endless universes. I mean, you've seen what's happening with the new, um, the uh, web camera, like exposing all of these new galactic systems and everything. So that's what's out there. And all of those planets and stars are teeming with life. It's just life in a different way than we know it. So it's, it's a little complex to kind of explain as as I'm understanding, but I think that all of us have been everything that's walked on the earth. So there are people that are reincarnated here that have been trees and birds and the wind and water and probably lots of different ethnicities and lots of different backgrounds. And now we're in our physical body doing something else. I do think there are also what they call star seeds, you know, people that have never walked on the planet before. And they're like, oh my God, what the, what the heck is this? Because this is, this is such a dense planet compared to other higher vibrations, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. So these understandings, as I talk about them, are really just my own, call it my own truth, my own um, feelings about things, things that resonate with things I've read from other people's experiences and statements and stuff. But most of this is coming from these guides that would visit me, these star guides that would visit me. And there's a lot of them. And I can explain a little bit about that. But what they've done, uh, basically, you know, when I was talking about being in New York, I spent like 35 years there and then connected with this Lakota chief, Chief Golden Light Eagle, who just passed about a year ago, close to the day. And um, we were doing ceremonies and sweat lodges and all these all these different deeply connecting ceremonies with spirit with each other with the earth with the animal nations and what was amazing about him was he was very connected to the star nation so he was working with these coded symbols and glyphs and these laws called the 1111 symbols and they were 
many more. And, and that's immediately what I connected with because a lot of times these star people speak in symbols. So I have been drawing and writing codes since I was a kid. You know, I've, I've kept books and books of these, I used to call them stream of consciousness scripts, but they are like galactic writing in lots of different flavors, lots of different symbols. So sometimes they were symbols, sometimes they were script. Sometimes I danced them. I was starting to say things, but I didn't really understand, you know, as a kid. And then when I started painting, my mom was an artist and she had a studio in the house. And I would tell her, mom, I had these experiences with these little people or these dreams or these visions, like so much was happening to me. I was so in tune with energy and movement and I could see orbs and lots of stuff. And she would just never shut it down. She would say, oh, that's cool. Go paint it. Go draw it. That's awesome. So yeah, I realized, I mean, that was so natural for me, but I realized talking to so many clients now when I do these sessions and, and people, a lot of people, so many people get shut down, like, oh, that's, that's not even real or that's silly, mm -hmm. whatever. And because of this, I think I chose a good mom. I think we all choose our family, but chose this person to allow me to kind of be free and explore this stuff in a really, really deep way. So when I started, I started painting very young. My mom and her twin sister started uh, an art department at a community college. And I would go out and get all these materials. I was like doing, I was so interested in multimedia, sculpture, painting, photography, lithography, like all this printmaking, all this stuff and painting, drawing, dance, whatever. And I would just make stuff all the time. So art was something I just did. Like I would go down to the studio in our house and I would paint before I had breakfast. I mean, it's just so much a part of my life, but that was how I could talk to myself. And when I was making art, it was something that I was able to use almost like a, a device or a tool to communicate with all these energies. So I would paint what I saw or paint what I felt. And it was almost like, I know this sounds really strange, but it was like these energies would come alive. Like I could see multidimensionally. And so when I would be drawing something, I would see it in three, four, five, six dimensions. Very, very strange to explain. But um, wow. even when I would move my hand, I would do this. And I haven't really talked a lot about this. So this is good. This is coming out because this is just my own experience. So, you know, fast forward, all the stuff happened, went to New York, did all these ceremonies. And then somebody activated my speaking of this light language that I want to talk about. So I was always doing codes and dancing and mudras, performances and all this stuff. But I heard somebody speak what they call light language or grandma language or star language. And it activated something for me. And this is really, really amazing because I realized these energies that come through people in this way are coming from a much higher dimension. Some of them are, you know, maybe people's original language or the source of an original language. It's almost like people tap into the Akashic and they just kind of, a lot of people channel, you know, those energies. So this is how I actually started speaking these messages of the star guide. So real quick, what happened was all my life, there would be energies coming in and out. I realized, especially in the last couple of weeks, I'm writing all these books and this material that, you know, this has happened to me all my life. And I just had had to like, literally accept, okay, I'm a clairvoyant. I'm psychic. I have all these abilities that I don't even think about. They're just like natural to me. But mm -hmm. <clears throat> when I talk to people, they're like, oh, you don't do that. That's interesting. So I thought, what can I do with this? You know, my life was so fragmented. I was 
doing this New York stuff and then these sacred ceremonies. And then for about five to seven years, I was speaking, this chief uh, encouraged me to speak, you know, this light language at these conferences he did. And at many other conferences, people started reaching out to me. And I was like talking to thousands of people each year and I would speak these languages, but something came through because I'm also an artist to make like this multidimensional performance presentation ceremony thing. So I would have images going on behind me and music happening. And then I would speak a light language and then bring in a message. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me, this is really interesting because a lot of people will do these expressions, but they don't really kind of tap into what it means. So I did this for a while. And then I left my house about five years ago to journey. And I, I have not had my own home for five years. I've been traveling all over the United States, writing this book that's become hundreds of books. And the thing is, what I'm writing is what these star people taught me. So just one other thing about this experience, because I think it's important for people to understand how this has happened and where these energies come from. A lot of people say, well, I tap into great spirit or, you know, this guide, or I'm channeling this energy. What I am finding is that all of these guides, whether they're earth beings, elementals, star people, ascended masters, orbs, you know, carnate, disincarnate, reincarnated, whatever. It's all like what I call principles or different aspects of energy. It's like you, you might experience different people from different cultures and everybody's going to have a different experience. So what happened to me is I started going out on the land. I'm really connected to nature and I love to take hikes. So I was in Wisconsin for a while in this very ancient old land that the glaciers didn't go through. And I spent some time there. I was there with my daughter. I keep going back and forth between there and Sedona and would go out in Sedona uh, with my former partner for hours every day. And he, he knew where all the petroglyphs were and everything. So we go out and he was also connected to star people. So I'd be getting messages from the rocks, the red rocks there and the petroglyphs and, and all the stuff. So what happened about maybe four or five years ago is these star beings who I call my guides started coming to me in dream time. Mm -hmm. So I would be sleeping and I would see images in my dreams that were very real. It was like lucid dreaming, but even more than that. And I would be given instructions like, okay, now you're going to focus on this topic. Now you're going to think about this or I would see, I would get these like packets of information that would happen so quickly and I would wake up and I'd be like exhausted and I would get out my phone and I'd start dictating or typing. Well, I thought, okay, I don't know what this is, but you know, this is, these are all these messages that are coming from like hundreds of guides on hundreds of topics. And this has basically happened for the last seven years. So a guide would come in and say, okay, now we're going to teach you about this or we're going to show you how to work with energy or alignment or the spiritual realm or symbols, the body system, you know, etheric energy. It's like, gosh, what, what is this? And when I met this chief, he said, you're going to write a book about creation. I was like, first of all, I'm dyslexic. Second of all, I don't write, you know, I'm not an author or I don't have any you know, knowledge base like this or whatever. And so I started doing this and doing this and just trusting myself. And something told me every time, just wake up and write down, you'll deal with it later, you know? So this has happened for seven years. And what happens for me is I wake up on these time codes. I wake up and I look at my phone. It's 222-333-444-555 almost every single day mm -hmm. for seven years. 
And I write anywhere between four to seven hours of messages. So can you imagine how much material I have? You know, and it's, again, it's not about me. It's these, these guides are actually coming in. And, um, and sometimes I see them physically, like I'll wake up and I'll feel energies standing around my bed. And it's like, I get visited every day and every morning, every night by these different beings. And they're showing me really, really profound, like quantum stuff, but also really interesting and fun stuff about how to, like, they're doing something to me. They're upgrading my system with this information, these vibrations, this, they speak light language and telepathy to me. I'll ask you after the, like, uh, between the light, light or light language and telepathy and when to use either, but, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I remember that. I just wanted to, um, wrap up with this one thing is these guides would come in many forms. So sometimes I would see symbols. Sometimes I would see holographs. Sometimes when I'm talking to people, I can actually see codes over them. Like I'm just being shown the stuff and I'm like, how can I help people. I really wanted to be of service. And I realized all the stuff is probably happening to me because I'm open and they know they, whoever they are, I want to share this with people to help them with their growth and uh, happiness, you know, and understanding what it means to be human and evolving during this, what we call the ascension process. So the bottom line is all the stuff happened. And what's super cool, and I could talk about this later, is when these guys come in, like, say, for example, I'm, I'm doing a session with someone, a guy comes in that's related to me and my guides. But what I'm shown is like, I'll have a very casual conversation with people and their guides come in and they tell me what to tell the people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually speaking messages from their guides, my guides, my higher self, their higher self. It's really profound. So, how this but this happens. is not the same as mediumship. So, well, it is, but it's a little bit different. So a yeah. lot of people that do light language or channeling or whatever, they call it channeling or they'll bring in, you know, St. Germain or an animal totem or whatever. I'm doing this fully conscious. And it's like, for me, what I've been shown, at least the way that I work is I'm not a channel. I I guess you could say I'm a channel because I'm open and I'm bringing stuff from another dimension, literally into this world. And I'm translating this stuff at the same time, interpreting, I should say. Okay. You know, and, but I don't go into a trance state. I'm not sleeping. I am completely aware and present. And so it's like, I blend with these energies. You know, I don't really have words for it. It's very it's, interesting, but it sounds like like what you tap into is more. I, I can't even describe it um, without limiting. It's <laughs> more, mm-hmm. um, I guess, multidimensional because mediums. It is mediums yeah. may not be able to do that. They can just tap into you know the, your deceased loved ones, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. as far as it goes. But you're doing. Yep multiple multiple layers here i'm doing multiple things and what's interesting (laughs) is is what's cool is these guys come in and actually explain things to me while they're working through me and with me Mm -hmm. so i'll be telling somebody something about their energetic system or how to rejig things or how to shift their consciousness or something and there's like literally the only way i can describe this is there's like a guy going okay now see what you're talking about now this is how this works and so i do these offline things while i'm speaking with the person and uh it's fascinating so all the stuff basically is culminating in hundreds of books that i've been basically you know completely off grid i've lived off grid for three years where can people find those books i'm gonna roll out the first book which is like a primer 
which is basically an index and, and lots of goodies about all these guides, all these topics, what their messages are and, and tools. And probably within the next definitely three or four weeks, because I'm still moving around a little bit, but people can go to my website which is shikaratosha.com. And um, I'm completely revamping that and adding all this free content and helpful content. And basically just realize I was told that this is the time to share these codes. So lots and lots of people do light language. And I think it's so fascinating. I think people are activating people when, when people see somebody communicating in this mm-hmm. form yeah. of communication they call light language. So I definitely think it's galactic. But it's also, back to your original question, it's also, um, I think each of us speaks an original language. This goes way, way back, you know, with Elohim and way before time, ancient times, that we're starting to remember because it's in our DNA or in our system. And I also think that we, each of us, what I'm shown, each of us has our own unique language. And it's culmination of all these people we've been, all these places we've been. So this is kind of, I, I'm looking at light language, I think a little bit differently and, and it's not to the exclusion of any, anything that anybody's doing or better than anybody. It's just like, I want to figure this out. Like, what is this stuff? How is this working and everything? So that's how, most of what my work is about, the multidimensional stuff. How can people get to learn? I mean, there's so <laughs> many things to multidimensionality, but specifically yeah. the light language, how do how can people learn about it? Or is there something that they need to learn before they get into that? Like, is there such a thing as, well, learn the basics of multidimensionality yeah. before you get into light language? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that the bottom line with all this stuff is actually very simple. So this chief that I worked with told me that I was working, he and this other uh, grandma, intuitive grandma said that I, they read it that I was working on the 66 dimension, which is, I can't even fathom that, and bringing these energies down from dimension to dimension so that people in 3D can understand this and use these practically or, or kind of connect. And then every time I've communicated this language or I write scripts for people or do drawings or whatever, or, or share these messages, it's really profound to see what happens. And this has nothing to do with me. It's like these energies come in and shift something in people's consciousness, in their vibration, in their DNA. So what I'm shown is it, it whatever I'm doing that's coming through me is, is activating other people's kind of higher, you know, what they call junk DNA or, or energetic frequency, light bodies or whatever, to start opening up and coming online again. Mm-hmm. So we all have the stuff, we've just been dummied down. And this is what's happened in society is, you know, this is what's going on in the world. We've got to remember this now. So this is so powerful. This is why so many people are channeling now. So many people are doing light language. So many people are talking about these amazing concepts and research and science and art and everything. I mean, it's fascinating. Well, from what I understand, there's the openings that's happening right now is just Mm -hmm. blasting people with, oh (laughs) oh my God. It is, it is off the chart. So even the last couple of days, like I'm super sensitive and empathic to the earth Mm -hmm. shifts. So, you know, they talk about the Schumann resonance, which is shaking. So what happens is I get this concept, like I'm not scientific. I don't study a lot of things. And these guys come in and they say, oh, the Schumann resonance, this is how this works. The earth is 
a being of light that's lowered her frequency, that's vibrating at a certain frequency so that all of us can get in tune. There's so much love for humans and raise our vibration together. So as the the earth has a pulse and a sound and as it stimulates something in our bodies, how can I explain this really quickly? There's around earth, there's an electromagnetic field that gets generated and we our physical bodies are electromagnetic beings. Mm -hmm, So we are feeling that. So when the earth raises her vibration, we get stimulated. So this is what all these, you know, ascension symptoms are that people talk about. You feel nauseous, you feel dizzy, you know, you don't want to eat the same foods, you get irritable. I mean, it's stimulating the crap out of people. Yeah. Yep. I've definitely been feeling that. Oh my God. Especially the last two days. So there's that. Plus, there's stuff going on in the 3D world. All these old systems are breaking down. Yeah. You know, the political systems, religious, financial, institutional, educational, family dynamics, everything, technology, everything is like spinning around. And these old systems are breaking down because there's new energy coming in. And I think this is, for me, I just want to say, you know, you can look at this as doom and gloom. Yeah, we're, we're going through some huge earth changes, life changes, body changes. I think a lot of people are leaving the planet right now, For sure. which I don't think is a bad thing. I think everybody there's when you start to understand higher dimensions, like I've been shown there, there's no fear in any of this. Everything has a purpose and a place. What's interesting is this new energy is coming in. A lot of spiritual teachers talk about the the new or the fifth dimension Like these star guides have shown me that we shifted in the fifth dimension already. We're already there, but it looks like 3D because most people don't know about this. So Mm -hmm. we're actually shifted what I have been shown into the 12th dimension or even the 13th dimension in the physical body. Meaning I can, like we're talking now online, we're having very conscious, higher experiences and communications going on. There is telepathy right now going on between you and I. There are things that aren't said. There's even Mm -hmm. though, you know, we're just doing this as an audio, I can feel your body movements and energy. So what this really is all about, which is so profound, and this is the core of all these guides and all these messages, come back to the same thing, that we are going through what people call the shift or the ascension time, there is some huge evolution that's way beyond the Renaissance age happening right now. So that people in their physical, what I'm shown, can be completely spiritual in spirit and high vibe star people, whatever, in the physical. And so, of course, it's going to change a lot of things. So a lot of people are feeling things right now that are they don't understand. Or even if you know this stuff, conceptually, even for me, it's like, whoa, this is just intense. And then on top of that, the last two or three days, as you know, these solar flares have been crazy. So, you know, there's pulsing from the sun. There is so much going on right now. There's information that comes through the sun. I don't think it's a planet or a star. It's a field of energy. So many star people have shown me actually what it is. I go into the sun in dream time, which is really weird. I think our ancestors go there. I mean, a lot of things I learn about this from this chief and a lot of other people. So I'm always learning scientifically or informationally, but these star guides come in and just kind of tell me how they see it. So maybe you could say that's me up there, but I think we all have this capability. So everybody is being stimulated 
to open up, like they talk about your pineal gland being mm -hmm. shut, like opening, opening, opening this veil that was put over human consciousness and individuals for a purpose. It had a purpose and now it's changing. So these solar flares, when they impact us, your body feels it. We are like conduits between almost like uh, lightning rods between the sun and the earth. We're running energy. We don't even know that, oh, you know? Yeah. And so there's so much I want to share. I'm sorry I'm talking so much. This is just what happens. But... Oh, no, that's like, I'm a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sponge. Well, this is the cool thing. Like I'm always getting messages, but I'm really pondering them. Well, what does this mean? How does this work? No, that's Whatever. awesome like, that you're discerning because that is key. That yeah. is such key, especially in our, in our awakening journey. So yeah, you have right. to. And so a lot of people, so for example, a lot of people in the new age 2.0 world <laughs> doesn't even have a name yet. That's or Ascension 1.0 or light language, you know, version, you know, next generation, next gen. I don't know yeah. what we're going to call this. You know, we're doing things that don't have a name yet. So I think what's happening, what I've been shown is these star people, and I really want to get back to them, is to, is, are here around us, helping people awaken, helping people stimulate an awareness and understanding and like really activating each person's unique gift. Mm -hmm. So you may be really good at cooking. I may be good at dancing. Somebody else is good at, you know, putting things together or building a house or something. So it's like, this whole notion of collective community is really shifting this way. And I think that what I'm shown is that each person already inside of them in their light body and their chakras and their fields or whatever, it's mind, body, soul, and spirit instinct. They all work together. As we're evolving, what's happening is we're opening up to these bigger senses. So a lot of stuff exists out of our limited, very limited five senses. So you know, your skin breathes oxygen. It's actually an organ, for example, but you can see with different parts of your body, like these psychic kids, you know, they can see with their hand, you can see through your skin, your skin is like an alert system. It can, you know, when your hair raises on your skin or you get goosebumps when you feel good music, mm. this is a sense, it's a sensory perception. So everybody, what we were talking about, you mentioned before about telepathy, telepathy and light language. So I think we're doing it all the time. If someone can go out in nature and just sit and listen, this is why people love connecting with nature because there's no judgment. There's no, hopefully no negative energy out there and they can feel in these, the trees, the plants, the earth, everything is vibrating in a higher dimension. So actually just sitting next to a tree, you could totally recalibrate yourself, going barefoot, all that stuff. So the telepathy, is like, if I think of it kind of as a, um, as a higher sensibility, but we all have it, we're doing it all the time, For but sure. we just yep. are not even conscious. So I guess most of my work, what these guides have shown me that I'm supposed to help people with is through the light language, through my art, through the writing, through these messages from these guides. It's not like I'm translating because there, there really isn't a literal translation, even for these image packets I get or the light language or something, but I'm interpreting like somebody would interpret a reading of a tarot card or interpret, you know, going to a therapist and the therapist helping people understand kind of what's going on. But at the same time, what I'm doing 
is somehow activating people to awaken something deep within them, like an ancient memory, and then mm -hmm. start to do these things. So, and so they don't have to do anything active on their part to receive the information. Well, ironically, I think, no, not at all. You just be there. And, but some people, what happens is it's like an activation. I'll speak light language to someone who's never heard it before, has no idea. And they'll say, that's weird. And many times they'll spontaneously start expressing back to me in light language. This happens all the time. I do this with children a lot. I will go to the grocery store and there'll be kids walking around and they, they see some light in me and they, they run up to me or they come over and they just kind of stand and look up at me. <laughs> And there's a, I, I mean, this is really happening for me. And I don't really like to talk about this too much because it sounds so egocentric, but this is really profound stuff is happening. And I will lean down and the child will telepath with me. I will get an immediate message. And it's not just my brain making it up. It's like, I hear it from another voice mm -hmm. and they'll say like, my mom is buying me this food can you tell her to buy this other stuff uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah it's funny so it's almost like the kids the spirit of the kids are coming through me like these star beings mm -hmm. or they'll say they'll project an image to me like this crystal i don't know medicine circle that they're working on in another maybe in another dimension i mean it's so crazy what's going on right now i can't even begin to explain the stuff but what's so cool is i'll start saying something in light language to these kids and they'll speak back to me da -da 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 -da. we'll have a conversation like totally natural like so up until seven your brain is really really open and then you shift into like you're in a theta state and then you go to a delta alpha beta alpha you know and we lose that and so i think uh, i've been shown that everybody has this and everybody has these abilities and this is so natural like telepathy is natural yeah when i started with telepathy mm -hmm. i mm -hmm. underestimated it and it's just so mm -hmm. easy to just brush it off until yeah. you get feedback so yeah yeah well you gotta i mean it's like learning exercising a muscle mm -hmm. and it's an ancient muscle like you know we talk about ancient muscle memory like when people are dancing and they just know how to do some kind of ethnic dance or they just fall into it and it's not from their ethnic background. I think that's another lifetime, but I think we all have these abilities. So it's not just light language. Light language is like the activator, but it, it can also be the language or a message, but it's, it's bringing energy through. So, oh, yeah. okay. So, so that's the, okay. So now I kind of understand the difference. Like telepathy doesn't bring energy through. So you're saying light language does. Mm -hmm. Got it. So I would I would think of it this way. And again, this is just my personal opinion and experience, and it could probably change in five minutes. I don't know. <laughs> but what I understand is telepathy is like you um, interact with the world. You see colors, you see shapes, uh, right? So if you look at, I like utilizing trees as an example. Um, so you look at a tree. Okay, well, literally we have been taught it's all about programming we're deprogramming right now you can look at a tree and go okay that's a tree yep i know that's a tree i've been taught from day one that's a tree trees have leaves and they look like that and then you can study a little bit more like what kind of tree or how tall or where does it grow or whatever you can get as deep in learning as you want but if you just stand in front of that tree and watch the 
wind move through the tree and you start exploring, exploring. It's almost like being completely present with a person. You know, there's, there are ancient Sufi techniques and many techniques, a lot of, um, you know, new age spiritual teachers use where you stare at people and you just, you blend with them or you, you see them in a very different way. You see them as an energy field. And this is really possible. And this is what's going on. So for me, what has been shown to me, I will say it that way. I think everybody is a medium, you know, just like any profession or any discipline. There are people that do many different things. So there are people that can communicate with spirits that have crossed over. That's a particular type of mediumship. I usually don't connect with disincarnate spirits, but it's been happening a lot lately. <laughs> a lot of people are visiting me. I kind of call it in. A lot of people, art to me is so fascinating because when somebody is really in tune with making art, as I'm sure you've experienced, writing, dancing, painting, drawing, singing, whatever, you get in this altered state. And that's really one of the things that I'm writing about right now is how you, how people can experience their life as a work of art, as, as an artist where you become the medium to everything. How do I want to paint that tree? Well, I have to, I can look at it and make a representation of it in a medium on paper, for example. But like, how do I, what is that tree feeling? How would I, what would I like to put of myself into the artwork or whatever? So there actually has to be a communication and a dialogue to me. You know, what I'm shown is you got to blend with the tree. You got to get to know the tree, just like you would get to know a partner or really get to know your child or even your parents or, you know, a job, new friend, whatever. But there's a dialogue that goes along with that. And then it's almost like energy gets downloaded and works within your body system. And as you're creatively expressing something, you're actually tuning into these higher energies. So that's one of the, one of the many books writing about now is what is this creative energy? It exists in everything. It's like the God seed in everything. So this is one way to also tap into what we call star people and everything. So this is, it's almost like I've opened a, a channel of communication with these beings, but I'm not a channel. It's like I, I become them and they become me. I don't mm -hmm. know how else to explain that. That, so, that actually like opens up a whole new well, not a whole new, but a big question, which is like, when you get a chance, if you can mm -hmm. give us your take on is the awakening journey by default leading people to connecting with otherworldly beings? Mm. Like, what's the connection there? Absolutely great question. So, and I just want to, I just want to say, I apologize if I speak fast and, uh, what happens is I'm a pretty quiet person when, when I'm not talking like everybody else, but these, these star people come around and they're like, say this, say this. There's like so much pushing of energy through oh my, my body gosh. right now. It's like, okay. I, imagine like, oh, they're you know, around you right now. Those, you mean? Oh yeah. Aww. Oh yeah. Your, your guides are here talking to me, all these other, there's a Sasquatch, there's a grandmother, there's a Lemurian, there's a white Buffalo calf woman. I mean, you know, there's a, like a Kuan Yin, there's an Arcturian. Oh, Hard to keep up with those messages then. <laughs> so, yeah. So kind of imagine it's almost like a, a joke. It's kind of like, you know, those videos of those clown cars where they open this teeny tiny, you know, smart car and like hundreds of 10, 20 clowns climb out. Oh, I don't yes, know if you've yep. ever seen them. 
that's kind of what's going in, but it's going in this way. And then they all want to kind of express themselves at once. So Aww. I have to kind of regulate this energy. It's very intense for me. And this is one of the reasons I like went off grid for a little while. I had to like really learn to harness and balance these energies because they, when star people come down in this dimension, here's a, sort of an answer, indirect answer to your question. I speak multidimensionally too. So it sounds to people that are linear, like I'm jumping around, but I'm just pulling threads and like we, I'm weaving a little thing. Yeah. So I'll try to just focus this. That's my biggest challenge being a multidimensional person. Like, what do I say? What do I leave out? That's been the biggest challenge with all these books. It's like so massive. Like I'm writing the Akashic. I really am not kidding. When you see this stuff, it's like, maybe oh, you need to do audiobooks So it's faster to get your, your message. Well, it's funny. You mentioned that I'm doing audiobooks and videos and a couple classes, like get in and out really quickly. Yeah. And uh, there's like this, I'm being shown basically, this sounds crazy, but almost like a Martha Stewart enterprise of like books, tools, products, you know, webinars, seminars, retreats, sound journeys. And I'm actually doing a lot of a little of those. And that's, that's what's happening. So the thing is with communication, as you know, everybody learns differently. People, some people are auditory, some people are physical, some people are visual. So I'm shown with this work, I'm supposed to do it in all these multi-dimensions. But what's so cool with light language and star language, whatever you want to call it, is that everybody is expressing it in their unique way. That is so important right now. So important. So anyway, I'm diverging from the question about you, you asked a really oh, the connection. question. Yeah, the connection with the awakening journey and connection yes. with otherworldly beings. And is, yep. is it always one after the other or at the same time or does if people are scared of the communicating uh -huh. with worldly beings do they have to go there okay you know what i mean I yes just... no totally <laughs> so that's a that's a whole you you just did a whole big package of downloads like we can figure figure this out step by step so a couple things just to tell people who are listening to this call you don't need to be scared anymore Thank fear as that. i understand yep. it is really in the mind. So most of the programs that are in place, I'm kind of speaking in code, these arconic energies, there are beings and energies that are, some aren't even physical, that are manipulating people's emotional systems, their thought process. This, this is what's going on in 3D. So some movies are amazing, right? And some songs are unbelievably inspirational. That's what true art, does you know you leave a movie theater thinking god this is great i want to try this or i never thought about that or i feel emotion it plays with your emotions but there are people and systems and tools in place to manipulate people and basically to keep them oppressed i'm just going to mm -hmm. say that and and i don't really i i have gone down hundreds of rabbit holes i'm very familiar with the disclosure stuff and everything that's going on in the deep dark world out there the dark shadow. And I'm really focusing on the light. So yes, here's true. what I want to say. If there's anything that I want to get across, you're safe. Everything is the law of attraction. So nothing can come in your field if you don't have anything for it to hook into. Meaning if you're not depressed, meaning if you're in a higher vibrational state, so depressed, frustration, anger, all these emotions have an important 
function or purpose, but you can't stay in there. So a lot of people that are unforgiving, you know, angry, frustrated, they're blaming things, they're doubting themselves. I mean, it's, it's about what they put in themselves and also how they're interacting with the world and other people where they don't think they're good enough. I mean, that little thought form, people don't understand the power of their words and the power of their mind and their heart. These all work together. So people, a lot of people are just going around like generating this energy field that they don't even see. So they don't even know it's there. That's what I pick up, you know, but also higher vibrations. And I think the key right now is to raise your vibrations so that you become more in tune with these other worlds. That's how you start to interact. So yeah, there are negative spirits. I've seen them, you know, personally been in ceremony where I've had to transmute them. So I don't do any cleaning or clearing of people usually, but it's something that I know how to do and I'm getting pretty good at it <laughs> from these experiences I've had. recently. And at the same time, I have no fear. I, I really, you know, what happened to me in the last, I mean, I can only speak about my personal experience, but seeing, you know, negative energies play out through people, through circumstances and whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, that's very interesting. It's like, I'm an observer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the key is don't think about these star people as separate. This is what, these are the messages they've told me to tell people. And through my, mostly through my own experience, they can be tuned into, but there's, there's a law of free will on this world planet in this 3D that um, they can't come in and fix stuff for us. Yes. This is yeah. why we're here. Yeah, you know, why exactly. did we collectively polluted the water? We've got to figure out a solution. We've collectively cut all these trees down. We've got to figure out a solution. We've damaged human relationships. We've got it. We all came back to change it. Technology responds to these vibrations and conversations too, you know? So mm -hmm. the bottom line is, here's a couple of things I'll just throw out. Just a little tidbits, food for thought. I'm very connected to Sasquatch as beings. I've seen them. I've talked to them. I've seen them in the physical telepath with them. You there? I'm in the process of, of connecting with them. Yeah. So we can talk about that. So they are star people that also know how to become physical. So this whole conversation about vibrations and movement, they're actually showing me like these Arcturians, how to shift dimensions, how they come in and out of dimensions, which is actually very, very simple. It's very simple. We, all of this stuff, we have never been taught or we forgot about For it. Sure. Or we've been yeah. talked out of it, right? That's so the thing. we think it's, it's we think it's impossible to appear, disappear, appear, disappear when there's <laughs> yeah. Do you know? I mean, if you talk to a scientist that really, really, really understands quantum mechanics, and even a child, if you explain this to them, they'll get it. Right now, we don't exist. I'm coming in and out of form every single moment. My body. Yeah, you know what? I heard like for me, the out. entire universe, every second it blinks 21 <laughs> zeros at the end. That one, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. So nothing is solid, yep. obviously. So not at all. So how cool is that? That if nothing is solid, everything is transmutable and changeable. Yes. So get in that mindset for a little while. And then, you know, like sit with that. Everything is changing. Everything is malleable. So you and I are creating this conversation out of nothing. I have no idea where it's going to go. I don't, you know, I have no script or whatever. Mm -hmm. And 
it's interesting. The, the point is it becomes very empowering. And this is what I'll just say this, you know, negative energies in the human form and also the star people, they work together, um, are keeping people back from realizing their true nature. That's all that's going on. Yeah. And once yes. the collective, you know, when they talk about the hundredth monkey, once a certain amount of the collective goes, hey, we can do this differently or hey, yes. I don't want to play this game or whatever. I think we're this there. Is empowering. Well, we at are least almost I there. <laughs> we're we're very close and i will tell you like the last two days you know yesterday was the feast of the magdalene and lots of divine feminine energy it, this is an energy the divine feminine that comes through everything it's like a it's a vibrational i call it a sequence so all of these guides that i've interacted with these star people are loving like all the Sasquatch interactions I've had, they're the most beautiful, beautiful mm. people. And I have had moments where I've been terrified for my life. I mean, I'm really out there. Like, I don't talk about this too much, but I go out in the darkness and walk around. And there was a moment where I was on a vision quest for four days and I was out and I asked, you know, energetically the, the spirit world, whatever you want to call it, to go out and interact with these Sasquatch. And they came. I mean, physically, like, I, you know, a person standing in front of you and I talk to him. And okay, um, so you've uh, seen Sasquatch in solid form. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Yep. I have a friend that, uh, you know, I'm part of the Sasquatch crew, if you want to call it that. These what they call ambassadors, people that are being visited pretty regularly by Sasquatch and having profound experiences from leaving objects for the people to find or hearing them and saving saving them physically i have friends that go out and sit down and talk with sasquatch some of them have developed language sometimes they just leave glyphs and patterns i mean this is a whole other conversation but oh I'm, trust I'm me i've been leaving i've been leaving <laughs> uh, little glyphs out there for yeah. them i check that yeah that spot every day just to see if I uh, <laughs> get something in return. Anything changes. So, so what you're doing is you're, you're trying to make a communication. So I think when you talked about how do you open up to all this stuff, you know, communicating with star people, et cetera, and energies, it's really a combination. What I've been shown is to raise your vibration, which means be happy, very simple. <laughs> you know, be Simplify in a happy it. state. Yes. Really, really, really simple. It doesn't take, you can do this in a second and you can turn it on and off in a second. So when you're in a higher vibrational state, these star people can communicate with you. So they can't do things to you or for you, really, really, but you can make a heartfelt connection with them and you can learn things. And so they're here watching us evolve, but if we do things like we did with the atomic bomb or some, something else that's evolving now with AI, there's some pretty heavy stuff going on. Mm -hmm. They have the right to come in yes. and, yeah. and make their appearance known literally because it's affecting them. Yes. So this whole cosmos universe of universes is all connected. Yes. So if there's no fear, so first of all, get rid of fear because nobody's going to hurt you unless you give them your consent. And that's really hard for people to understand. You know, well, with some, if someone runs up with me, to me with a knife, they could hurt me. Well, yeah, but you gotta ask yourself, why is that situation happening? You know, you've created it somehow for a learning. I mean, this goes into a totally other thing, but the point is 
staying a high vibration. I mean, this is what I'm actually supposed to teach. I'm kind of jumping around because I have so much to say and share. I really want to share this, but when you're in a high vibration, you're out of fear, you're open, your senses open, your light body opens, you start to sense, see, and feel things differently. Then there's a process of becoming more attuned. It's like seeing colors you've never seen before or hearing sounds outside of the frequency that we have been taught to believe that humans can hear. You can hear higher decibel sounds, but you just don't know it. And get rid of all that programming. This is the hardest thing for people is you gotta slough off what people told you about yourself, what's possible in the world, what's possible with you, and, and start just having an experience where you're just in the present moment. Just be present. Because right now, and right now, and right now, and right now, this zero point consciousness is open and open and open all the time. It's like you slip through a time portal or a timeline or gateway, star portal. It's all here. Mm -hmm. All these dimensions are right around you. You're just tuning into the third. Right. So this is actually what I am now shown by the guidance of these star people, maybe my higher self, to start teaching how to do this. How do you raise your vibration? How do you come back to your center? How do you feel different things in your body? How do you reframe your mind? It is a process that people are going through. And this is why this huge ascension thing is taking so long. People are like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> and it, it takes a while, but it's, it's actually very natural. We have to forget everything we've learned and go back to nothing, literally. Yes. Nothing. The experience of the nothing, which is the everything. Very big concept for people to wrap their head around. Me too. Well, so. I mean, soon-ish people, <laughs> soon soon people will kind of be forced to when things crumble. Well, this is what's happening is this movement. I mean, here, here's a couple of things. I really want to, before this call ends, I want to share some light language. Yes. Yes, and please. I want to talk a couple things about star people because I know that that was your focus. But the thing is, we're talking about on so many levels right now. I would like to read what the star people told me, just two or three bullet points of okay. what I'm writing in my book. And then also about this ascension time, just so people can hear some of these words. And um, if it's okay with you, I'd really like to just say some in light language. For sure. I will download away. Download, upgrade and everything. So <laughs> know that I'm doing this completely consciously and whatever comes through comes through you know a lot of people say oh, it's jibber jabber but I have done this so much that I'm seeing patterns and I recognize certain things so it's not a literal thing your mind will want to make it coherent to you like well in a sentence structure or like what does it mean but what I'd like to ask for you and anybody who who's listening on this call is to just close your eyes and just kind of feel the vibration. It's a vibration. So think of it as like I'm painting with sound and light. Okay. I'm just, I'm just moving yeah. energy. So it's not literal. And, and then, you know, there are other things that come in, but I think this is one way that I have been shown to connect this light language with other people. Okay. So whatever comes through me, some of these are vibrational sequences. Some of them are retunements. Some of them are your higher self or your ancestors or your star people. And some of them are actual star languages. So probably because I'm feeling 
there will be a lot of people listening on this call and it's, it's timeless. So if somebody hears this two, three months from now, they're still gonna connect with this energy. So it doesn't matter. So I'm like tapping into the field and just whatever comes through, I'll just say, okay. Okay, sounds good. Now I'll tell you a little bit about what I, what I get out of it. Okay. I'll probably cycle through a couple languages. We chakpe tosha washtewi, shakara tosha. Sumatu kaina no washante to do a pinne ina moa sakaina no washanka to a skin no washampola kaite de washanka. Ina no sako do a skin in a sine no washampola kaite de washing in a sun in a washampo esse. Anna say it's a washakin in a washanka bola kaite de washangin was sun in a washako that in a washampo. しきにもせてるだけのしてるしきにねてるしきにねのさんのそこらかいてるしかどうなんかいてるしかどうなんかいてるしかどうなんかいてるしかどうなんかいてるしかどうなんかいてるしかどうなんかいてるしかどうなん
So uh, it means be happy and be free. How's that? Each of these beings kind of came in and they were giving coded messages that were like, if you were here and you saw my hand, it's like um, almost like multi-dimensional braille, like like the matrix, right? Yep. In the movie yep. where the codes come down. There were codes coming in these huge packets, like some of these I have no idea about. They're just, I'm, I'm a conduit where each person, whoever's listening to this, that will stimulate something in them. They're like activator codes. Mm -hmm. There are others, like there was the Sasquatch. So there were like teachings that are coming in that your higher self understands. Oh, if you shift this thing in your body, your body will open. So I'm probably in another other languages responding to what you've been asking me. So I'm telling you in English, but it's so much easier to to talk in star language. I spend days talking in star language where I don't speak English. It's so much easier for me because I don't get stuck in language. Right. So the meaning is there's a vibrational pattern of energy that comes through that you are interpreting, making sense of liking, disliking, whatever. There's a whole filtering going, going on on your side. And for me too, it's just like, it's like Star Wars, you know, pods, very, 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 very fast. So this is my biggest challenge, especially these Arcturians that I'm connected with. Boom. I get these huge downloads that are like packets. It's almost like somebody just throws a computer on my desk and they're like, figure this out or like download all of these systems software. I mean, this is really what's happening. I mean, it's so huge and then I you know there are times when I doubt myself am I doing this in an ethical way is this helpful what does this really mean maybe I'm making this up I mean I go through all these human experiences like this is just crazy and then I think no there's something that resonates with me that makes my heart flutter it's like when you get goosebumps it's like no this is important this is my truth there's I'm on to something so this is what I've been doing and so there's no literal meaning in anything that I said. And if I said the same thing two minutes later, it would come out completely different. It's almost like I'm capturing a moment of time mm -hmm. and putting these codes together. Okay, this is what's happening on my side. Here's where you are. This is what the star person says. This is what the earth is. And I do these little bundles and kind of put them out. That's how I'm seeing that how these star people show me that I'm working. It's That's really what I was just going to ask, like on your YouTube, like I'm one of those that'll scour like really good YouTubers. And if they have mm -hmm. really good meditations or downloads, I'll just plug them in my ears and away I go. Awesome. Stuff on YouTube where it's coming it. it very big. I have probably 20 videos that I'm working on now in all these different formats, a couple are meditations, a couple are teachings, a couple are just light language activations couple are about ascension, about light language. So there's like the actual doing of the thing. Mm -hmm. And then there's the teaching. And then also a whole thing about me sharing my experiences like I did here. Because I think it's important for people to know that I am an experiencer of this stuff. And so this is what's coming. This is what I've been working on for three years. I've, I'm doing the writing. It's going to manifest in free and paid videos. Um, I'm trying to give as much away as I can, but I still got to support myself as For I'm sure, moving around. Yeah. You know, but I'm not, you know, I have lived 
so humbly, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, I've, I am living so simply right now so that I can really tune in with this stuff, but I'm seeing this is going to be a huge opening. I mean, so yes, I am sharing how to do these things in very practical ways. See, what was missing in my work basically, and I guess this is something I'm supposed to say about my work. I calculated I'm going to have hundreds of books. Each guide gets a book. Each topic gets a book. Each theme gets a book. You know, and there's something I'm going to write about my own experience, becoming this being that I call Shakara, you know, with all these experiences. But it is so complex. So I had to spend literally three years taking all this material and doing what my former partner called Tetris, energy Tetris. I would put this here, put this there. I had to see how it fits. Big spreadsheets of information like you would not believe. Big books. And it's all right now. It's all digital. So what I'm shown is to slowly roll these out. So there are people that are just awakening. Like, what is light language? Or, wow, why am I feeling mm -hmm, this yeah. certain way? So I'm going to address the newbies. Like, for sure. You know, for just sure. awakening. Then there's the second group of people that have been on a path, whether it's star stuff or spiritual or shamanic drumming, that, that want to know more. They want to go deeper. And then there's another group of material, I'll say group because it's videos, webinars, courses, I mean, everything, teachings and workshops, in-person retreats. I mean, I'm really planning this all out right now. And that is going to be focusing on the masters, people that have really opened up to the new, to their way, to whatever they've become. It's less about becoming a specialist. It's really more about realizing that that all these things are something you can pursue but i'm really fascinated especially by self-learners people that have never studied art are some of the best artists i've ever seen it's all instinctual people that just sing people that can't read music it's like we're evolving into something so profound and those are the people i want to be around because they're making stuff mm -hmm. they're talking about these things whether they're scientists or cooks or moms or you know, doesn't matter. So yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Lot you, going on. Yeah. There's, you seem to have a ton, a ton, a ton of content looking forward to seeing all that come out because I'm a reader and I'm a listener. Yeah. To the audience Good. Well, the <laughs> you are my people, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm really happy that you said this because I have been through a personal experience where for two, I'll just say this for 20, about 20 years, I did not talk. I was not verbal. My mom was a twin and they would telepath and I learned telepathy and I was not a social person at all. Fast forward, going to art school in New York city. Uh, you know, I had very senior positions. I had to learn how to talk I had to learn how to present and speak in front of people and listen to people and all this stuff. Then I did the ceremony. Like I've been bounced around all these different life experiences really really diverse and i'm saying i a lot because it's really i'm putting i'm putting me back together you know mm -hmm. uh people people and and people don't know that i i used to um i was a punk rocker and i was a rapper i was writing music what? I was to rapper. yeah <laughs> and now what i'm doing is rapping in light language Nice. And, and and singing jazz. I'm there's a whole recording I'm working on right now where I'm doing jazz scatting in light language. Imagine that. That's amazing. I can, 
un sacco, eh, due singoli, due singoli, due singoli, due singoli, due singoli, So I just feel this stuff. All I want to do is get in the lab and make the stuff. So, so yeah, so it's coming out really quick. But the thing is, when these star people started coming in, there is so much pushing through my field. It's almost overwhelming that I can't stop talking. A lot of people that know me only as that person are like, oh, you're very chatty. I'm like, you don't know what's going on right now. It's like you got to self-pace yourself. You don't know. I got to slow down. (laughs) So, you know, so I've taken like basically four years off grid. Like right now I was in Sedona, but didn't talk to a lot of people. I went out on the Red Rocks. I live right next to, which is gorgeous for a year. Now I'm up in Washington state in the middle of nowhere. Feels like forks in twilight. I mean, really, really out here. Um, on this gorgeous sacred land and just putting all this stuff together. So all of these things, like, here's the thing. I was never a teacher, was not a great student, but I learned how to be, learn how to think, learn how to write, all that stuff. But I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be writing. And what I'm seeing is actually teaching. So I asked these start people, okay, what is all this stuff? What am I supposed to do with it? Literally, when I ask the question, At night, I wake up in the morning and I've got 85 workshops, courses, topics for videos and whatever. But what was missing until now was putting me into it, like really talking about my own experiences. Like I would share what happened to me, but like this is this is part of me. So it's like becoming, um, you know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. becoming becoming fully me and um, and making this very practical for people like, Hey, you know, how do you communicate better with your star kid? Or, you know, you know, you're feeling really bad about yourself right now. How do you shift that? So it's all about, it's so much deeper than just star people. It's really quantum. I don't know how else to explain. It's very multidimensional. It's like, you know, how do you do things inside your body that will open up your consciousness? What is the divine masculine and feminine coming back together? How is that actually working? You know, how do symbols activate things? How to talk to the land? It's like really very, very uh, practical tools. So what I'm doing right now, because you asked, is starting to roll out lots of little mini, mini books, like 10 to 30 pages of just like a how-to or what I'm showing, or this is a cool thing. So everything about your life, your emotions, partnerships, relationships. So the human connection of how people can actually apply this stuff is what I've been working on. And now it's it's finally coming in. Boy, make sure I'm you put it on Amazon, Kindle. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, give, I'm giving birth to a lot right now. Yeah, I wanted to just actually read some of these words, which I don't do very often, but I'm starting to, these are like excerpts of things that I'm writing about. This may or may not make this first book, little bit just just a couple little bullet points I want to mention about who the star people are one or two things about light language and also about the suspension time if that's interesting to you yeah yeah okay so this is what the star people show me who they are and what they're working with and this kind of thing so many star nations what humans refer to as ETs beings are here in astral and physical form to help with this shift they are loving factions like they're loving groups of some of these groups of tribes that are here to work with us. Many star beings have previously experienced a consciousness shift before and are now here to help us do that. So what they show me is 
they, as their planet also went through this ascension plant, uh, process, like layers or levels like uh, like we're doing now, they come back to help us. So like I could just talk about that point for an hour or two, but what they're showing me is once you shift into a consciousness of like probably fifth, sixth dimension, which is a kind of a consciousness of higher expression or thinking or vibration, like you're somewhat physical, but you're operating differently. You can do group mind, you can tune in and out, you can come in and out of the body and all that stuff. But when you get to that point, you realize there's something much bigger than you. So you lose the identity of, you know, what we're tied to with our ego and you start wanting to help other beings. So this is why these beings are actually here. This is why people are seeing a lot more ships. You were asking about how to get in tune. Like there, there are going to be some false projections in the sky. And I've seen a couple of them myself that look like ships, but they're not. Okay. So it's already happening. The only way that you can know if this is true or not, if this is a real being that you're having an experience with, is just to ask yourself, how does this feel? It's all instinctual. So everything that's going on in the world right now, when you tap into your instincts, it's like somebody walks in a room, your body immediately goes, that's a really wonderful person. I want to be around them or, oh, they're carrying some energy I don't like, mm-hmm. you know, or it's heavy which may not be bad, you know, they're processing through their stuff, but you know what I'm saying? Without judgment, like you can choose because you see these energies. Well, this is what the star people are doing. The star people see us as beings of light. That's all. They see us as beams of light and some glow more. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. So some are brighter than others. That's all it is. And I believe There is no judgment in any of this. It's like the universe said, I want to go out and have all these experiences and then come back. It's like a supercomputer, like that movie, Lucy. It's just like, we go in cycles. This is endless. And when we complete the full cycle, we'll start over again. There's, it's just endless. It's endless. That can be like, oh my God, when is it going to end? Or wow, look at all these amazing things we can still do. So you know, you were asking about how to tune in with them. Well, they're already here. They want to make a connection. It's like, I don't know why I'm getting this visual of like a guy and a girl at a prom and he wants to go over and talk to her, but he doesn't know what to say. And he, he never does, or he goes over and makes a fool out of himself, but she likes it. I don't know why I'm thinking about these things. I'm seeing like little scenarios, but it's like, you have to, you have to try, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So for me, I just have to go out and say, okay, every day I'm open. That's all I do. I go, okay, this, this is the new day where I'm going to learn something. And then everything, I'm telling you, the way that I'm living now, I have been through energetic shamanic deaths, life experiences, like so much that have just, you know, basically, for lack of a better word, like stripped me of everything. And I am so open right now. It's like, it's a really fascinating place to be even since I talked to you last you know and and this is more and more and more of what we're doing okay so back to the star people this is what they show me I mean there's so much here okay so just informational some some are physical and look like humans some are animal-like some are ethereal some are like a gas or vapor some exist in much higher realms and dimensions they're not even physical or they've never been physical should I just keep reading a couple of these yeah a few more Okay, so this is key. Some of us communicate with them and some of us carry an aspect of them 
and some of us are them in human form. So this is really deep concept of, you know, you've heard of hybrids, right? Oh, People sure. talk about oh, yes. Pleiadian, half human or whatever, whatever. Well, there are beings well, they're everywhere. There's so many. Yeah. And so, but I mean, physically, there are children that are coming in now that are 50-50, you know, a human body form, star DNA, you yeah. know, their eyes are bigger, their head's bigger. So they look different, but they, they're coming in with like genius level consciousness. Mm-hmm. So there, there's that. But I also believe that everybody, what I'm showing is everybody is seeded from all of these different star systems. So this is the power of the human. And this is what's awakening. This is what we're awakening to is that we all carry many, many, many levels of consciousness and possibilities and stuff in our coding system. You just have a key code and I have a key code. So when we talk, we're actually exchanging codes. It's all codes and symbols. Everything is symbolic in the spirit world. This is what is awakening. Our DNA is consciousness. It's not just these spirals that they talk about. It's photonics of light that are constantly moving and shifting and awakening from the inside out. This is really, really. So everybody will get this at some point. I really believe even really negative people will have an opportunity to turn their energy around. But what I want to say is there are people coming in the world now that are actual star people encountered a couple where I've met them. They just look different. They feel different. They're, they're from another planet walking in the physical. This is like when they talk about Valiant Thor, you know, visiting the white house and, and not just ET, you know, Martian looking beings. There are humans that look exactly like a human, but they're not. To me, that is not even uh, fearful to me. It just confirms yeah. that if they are here, then mm-hmm. our earth is going to carry on to, to match yeah. that frequency and whatever agenda is going on is, is not going to mm-hmm. follow through. It just can't. Well, yeah, it's, they're here to make some changes, but here's the thing that will blow your mind. That really blew my mind when I sat with it. We are them. We are them. Mm-hmm. So because of this law of non-interference, this is a free will planet, but they can't come in and do everything. We have to experience right. the good, the bad, um, the ugly, the beautiful. Yeah. The only exception, like talking about, is if their civilization is affected, then then mm-hmm. that free will concept is is game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's 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 still, um, if you want to think of it, actually an aspect of three free will that they're now expressing their free will. So they're it's not like they're breaking the free will law. Mm-hmm. It's like that's their free will. So it's really fascinating. When you start looking at all these people that are manipulating power, it's just power over other people. I really had to sit with this, honestly, for months and months and months. Why is this darkness coming to light? What are like really heavy, heavy, heavy stuff, like really heavy stuff. I've seen things that I can't unsee, you know, and and it's like, why is this? happening and i i remote view and i'm seeing like i'm pretty much seeing everything that's going on right now it's crazy i mean there's so much that i don't know most people don't know what's in operation now i keep asking why why would a just god you know allow this stuff to happen what is going on and i just keep hearing it's all free will and what i'm also hearing which is really hard to hard for me to wrap my head around is 
when you're in the body, I don't know why I'm just freestyling right now, but when you're in the body, you feel the physical senses, you feel pain, you feel, you know, and the emotion, heavier emotional senses. When you are outside of the body, none of that exists. This is what I'm shown. So if you had a very, you know, somebody physically hurt you, when you go outside the body, you have a memory of that experience, but it doesn't exist in that in that dimension. It's just something that happened. It's just like a life experience. Very, very strange. So I had to think about this as a way for me to justify in my own little human brain, you know, why there's violence against people that are oppressed and why, why is this happening? And I didn't like it. And I do think that what I'm shown that I'm supposed to do is put this stuff out there and this will help change those energies at the same, you know, to a much more positive so people can live in peace. That's really where we're going. But Mm -hmm. something else is really profound is that I'm supposed to confront the darkness and, and turn it around. So what's happened to me, I've had very profound three or four back to back experiences, just of life experiences, not even specifically related to me, really what would probably have crushed people um, emotionally, physically, psychologically. And I just saw, wow, this is interesting. This is an experience. So I'm actually going through a almost like a very intense crash course school of how to deal with dark energy. I've seen it in people. I've seen it transmute. I've seen it move around. I've seen it with, you know, even in words. So I guess what I'm saying is I believe it's very important to stay in a high vibration. So what I'm showing with this light language, like this language is really powerful. I can use it to destroy something and I would never want to do that. So every time I do this, I tap into a higher vibration and just say, you know, whatever happens, just be of love for the other person. And then something good comes out. But this is the energy that's happening in the world. I kind of can't explain it any other way, but I believe this even negative star people, there are negative star people, just like they're negative people, but I just look at them in every species. And I just look at them like, oh, they're just kind of having a bad day for many lifetimes. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you start to feel compassion, really compassion, this is what I want to get across about these star people. When I tune into them, it's like so much love in a way that I never, ever, I will never be able to put into words. It's like just, you know, when people say they see, they go to the light and they see God or they see Jesus or something, this ah, moment of like purity and light. I mean, that's what's going on. This is, we're just in the lower, like literally lower areas of that, but that's what we're moving into. And it's, it's so profound. So. Absolutely. Well, let's, this is a good time to wrap it up and to remind others that right now it is super, super important, like what Shakara said, to keep your vibration as high as possible and keep yourself in, in the neutral position emotionally. Really, mm. please keep it neutral. Absolutely. Don't yeah, get neutral. too caught up in these, these like different narratives of, you know, light versus dark and yada yada. I mean, yeah, it, it could be, it's very easy to get caught up in either or, but no, the more neutral we are, then the more we don't get hijacked in our consciousness, right? So beautifully said. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much, Shakara, yeah. for, for sharing us your <laughs> insights. And you shared a lot. And, and honestly, this information mm-hmm. needs to get out there. So I'm glad that I can be a part of that. Thank you.
Thank you. Well, you definitely will in the future too. I want to do more projects and work with you. So we'll talk about that later. Yay.